Hello and welcome to a new episode of <laughs> Camp Blue and Friends. We're starting it. This is how we're starting. We're gonna no. start. No, this is like the fourth time we've tried to start this podcast, and so we're starting. And I don't care. That's a fine intro. You <laughs> laughing. You're listening to Camp Blue and Friends and Christiana laughing. Christiana, my co-host that you saw in the last video podcast. Say hi, Christiana. Hi, Christiana. Oh, you're a dork. Okay, so we are doing an audio podcast. Why is that? Why aren't we doing another video one, Christiana? Um, because I don't like having to shower in the morning. That, no? What? You don't shower every day? Yeah, sometimes I shower at night, every oh, other okay. day. Right. I don't wash my hair every day. That's I should probably clarify that part. I don't wash my hair every day, and then you have to kind of try and look nice. That's and okay. I'm think... wearing my sweatshirt today, so I'm really glad you guys can't see what I look like because... <laughs> I think I heard uh, that Robert Pattinson, like, never washes his hair. Like, that's how he keeps it up all the time. Like, he just gross. lets it get greasy or whatever. I hope that's a rumor because it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it's really gross. Uh, no, so the real reason we are doing an audio podcast now instead of a video podcast is because of me. You can blame me. Um, the video podcast, honestly, is a lot of work. Um, and Cameron's it, really lazy. Yeah, So that, that's it. That, I'm just lazy. I'll just leave it at that. No, um, it, it's a lot of work. Um, you don't, you might not be able to see that uh, when you're watching the show, but it is. Because it looks like crap. So <laughs> no, it kidding. was okay. It was an okay show. Um, we're gonna put it on a temporary hiatus. That doesn't mean we're not going to do it again. In fact, Christiana is pushing to do more episodes, right? So definitely, and I think that if once we get into a good rhythm of the show and find a flow, I think we could be. Every couple months or so, yeah. having a video podcast. Yeah, so it was a lot of work. Um, we also lost our audio guy, so we need to find a new audio guy. And um, February, which was kind of the time after the first episode, was a really rough month for me personally. So uh, we're just going to do a couple audio podcasts for now, and then uh, we'll go back to video in the uh, near future. So uh, what, what are we going to talk about today, Christiana? That's a very good question, Cameron. This is so last minute and <laughs> spontaneous of us it is. to do this today that, uh, that I have you, no idea. You have no idea. No okay. idea, but I'm willing to talk about whatever. You just hit me with it. Okay. Well, then what did you do this past weekend? This past weekend. Oh, I went to my very first comedy club ever. I went to Parlor Live in Bellevue and saw Eric Griffin. He's uh, from Workaholics. Have you ever seen that show? I know the show. I have not watched it. Yeah, he plays Montez for anyone listening. I got to meet him. Um, didn't really talk to him, but I got my picture taken with him, so that was cool. And, uh, yeah, I went with my boyfriend and a couple close friends. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going Well, no, that's a lie. Not so much as I thought it was going to be, but I ended up having a really good time. Wait, so you've never gone to see a stand-up no, comedy show? No, never. Never? Never. How old are you again? Uh, I'll be 24, actually, uh, on the 30th, which is, uh, I don't know, eight days from now. Just oh. saying. Listeners can buy gifts um, or... <laughs> I accept all presents, and, you know, Facebook does that cool, like, Facebook gift thing, yeah. so... Um, do they do any cool gifts on Facebook now? I, like, it used to be just, like, an emoticon, like, a special emoticon that you pay No, I don't think for. Facebook it, itself does anything, but, like, it'll be your birthday, and it'll, like, prompt your friends, like, buy them a gift, and then yeah. you can click that link, and you can send them gift cards and stuff. <laughs> However, it is a pain in the butt, because someone did that uh, for my friend, and I was with her when she was trying to redeem it, and it was really confusing. <laughs> so um, I'll just give you guys my address, and you can feel free to send gifts directly to me. Or just money, right? Yeah, well, my PayPal account is... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Hand it out. Don't tell anyone your password. 
So is that it? That's all you did over the weekend? Yeah, I'm trying to think. You put me on the spot, and I didn't think about it. Well, my weekend was more eventful because I went to SakuraCon. Yeah, that's what I was talking about because <laughs> I could have slept all weekend and been more interesting than that. But you know, I think just kidding. You're, you're so mean. <laughs> I think I would love to see you at SakuraCon, and especially if you cosplayed. Um, cosplay as Sailor Moon. Only from Sailor Moon. You need, yes. you need to cosplay as Sailor Moon. I would totally do it, but only if my boyfriend Jeff would dress up like Tuxedo Mask. You have to convince him to do that. And I think that if I had more friends who didn't look down upon me for loving Sailor Moon as much as I do, yeah. I could have friends like be my Sailor Scouts, and then I could bring my turtle and dress him up as Luna the Cat <laughs> and just get really excited about it. Does Jeff Jeff still have a beard? He does, yeah. Hair? So <laughs> he would have to shave that off for Tuxedo Mask. No! Would he be okay with that? No, he already just cut his hair and I wasn't quite okay with that. Well, then he would be a bearded Tuxedo Mask. That would be kind of weird. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Dang it. I'll consider it. I mean, I got to I got to work on getting him to agree to that first of all. Yeah. So first things first, I got to got to get that out of the way and then we'll move on to the to accepting the no beard. Right. But I mean, it's not like a crazy beard. Let's just point that out to everyone. It's just it's like a stubbly manliness. Yeah. So Well, speaking of Sailor Moon, um I did a private photo shoot with a girl who dressed up as Sailor Moon. It sounds uh, really dirty. What? I had a private photo shoot. It was a private photo shoot (laughs) in my luxurious hotel room in the middle of downtown Seattle. A.K.A. Motel 6 across the street from the convention center. Uh, No, um, it it was outdoors in a public area, (laughs) so it wasn't a dirty thing. Stop making it dirty. I'm just really Um, jealous. I want a private photo shoot with Sailor Moon. (laughs) Yeah, no, she was was actually one of the best-looking Sailor Moons that I saw at the convention and um and she the only the only thing that i would say that threw the uh cosplay off a little bit and i don't know if she's gonna listen to this but it's not a big deal anyway was she had a nose piercing oh and like that was the only thing like if she what about the hair like it was perfect she had the hair down i'm pretty sure she was wearing a wick yeah well that would but uh you know if um i think if she just didn't have that nose piercing it would have been a perfect Sailor Moon. And you have it, pictures? It was already really good. Yes, yeah. You should show me sometime. I really I will definitely show you. It's actually going to be all of my pictures are going to be uh, on my Flickr account, which is flickr.com/camnose. Um I did private shoots for uh, for Sailor Moon. I have one of you don't know this character, but Asuna from Sword Art Online. Um, I did one with a girl who played Junko Inoshima from Danganronpa, and your your eyes are glazing over. You're just like <laughs> you're losing <"Whoa>, me. <laughs> but for any and anime, any anime or, or Japanese cultural fan, they'll they'll understand those. Um, so yeah, I, I'm still editing those private photo shoots, and it was really fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't charge anything. It was all free. Awesome. Um, and they all get the free. They all get free high res versions of their photos um, without any watermarks. And so, like, no one else does that, right? If, if it's going to be free, usually a photographer puts their little watermark on it. Yeah, there. like their logo. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm like, I don't, that's kind of mean. Like, I'm not trying to promote anything. I'm not trying to make money. I already make enough as it is <laughs> in my luxurious hotel in downtown Whatever. Seattle. <laughs> You're about to get a cell phone thrown in your face. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I got a lot of cosplay uh, photos, and uh, I was really happy with that. The only one that... Um, the only one that I did not get very much of was an anime called Kill a Kill. And um, 
I don't know how best to describe this show. It, it was one of my favorite shows of recent. And uh, basically, I, I guess I want to get your opinion on this show. So basically, the premise is uh, this uh, high school girl's uh, father was killed, uh, murdered by someone uh, at a very young, when she was a uh, very young. And uh, she, all she has uh, for evidence on this is like half of a scissor sword, a giant scissor sword. And she uh, is basically out to avenge her father, uh, her father's death. And um, in order to do so, she uncovers a, um, I don't know what they're called, a, a kind of a school uniform. And when she puts this thing on and um, the school uniform drinks her blood, she transforms, kind of like Sailor Moon. She, there's like this elaborate transformation, except it's much more graphic. And she transforms into this like sexy warrior and she's like super powerful and can like fight pretty much anyone. Uh, it's a really good show. And I did not see too many of that at the convention and I, I didn't get to do any photo shoots. How, how long with... has this show been around? Oh, it just started like uh, this year. I think earlier this. No, no, actually it started the end of 2013 and then it just ended um, probably a month ago. So it's yeah. a very recent show. And that could be a lot of it, too. I don't think that I would want to put myself out there with a recent show, especially because... Well, yeah. Yeah, and then there's also the other side of it where maybe you're afraid that everyone's going to be dressed up because it is a new show, and you know what I mean? That's true. So, I guess so. And, and it is a very... There's probably like, a lot of factors that... There's a lot of... Um, uh, well, anime fans will know this word, fan service, basically sexy time on the show. <laughs> and so there's really... There's a lot. There's a lot of characters that don't wear very much clothes Mm -hmm. in the show, so there's you're limited to what you can and can't do. Yeah, um, because you can't be naked at the convention. Unfortunately, I don't know why you can't. (laughs) I can't imagine. It's a rule. So anyway, I was disappointed that that wasn't there. But uh, it's a good show. You should actually you should watch it since you like Sailor Moon. You like transformations. There's all sorts of transformations on this one. No, and I, (laughs) I'm not against anime in any form. Like it's not like. You know, there's some people who are like, get it away like from me. Weird. Like, it's weird. You know, yeah. I'm, I, and I also never really considered Sailor Moon anime until recently because <laughs> I never really knew what it was when I was growing up. I just loved watching it. It was my favorite show. Mm-hmm. And so now I kind of see it for what it was. And I'm like, okay, anime isn't that bad. You know what I mean? Like, because I wouldn't say I was one of those people, but I was one of those people who said I would never watch anime. And then I realized that I grew up loving it, that show at least. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be opposed to watching it. It's just at this current point in time in my life, I have a lot of shows to catch up on <laughs> and not enough free time to well, do it all. You can stop watching The Bachelor and watch Kill a Kill. It's much Um The Bachelor quality. is actually over for this season. Well, see, there, well, then there you go. Juan Pablo is whatever, out of my life. Whatever, so now the time slot that where you would have watched The Bachelor, <laughs> now you can watch like four episodes of Kill a Kill because wasn't, wasn't The Bachelor like two hours every Monday or something? Um, an hour. It's a long show. Some some episodes you can, were special two hours. You can fit a few episodes hours. into into uh, into that. So. That's true. I might look into it, but I'm also <laughs> trying to finish reading the Game of Thrones series, and so I I made the mistake of uh, I tried getting Jeff to watch the first season with me when I was about finished with the first book because I was told that the first season and the first book match up pretty well, and <clears throat> and so when I got close to finishing the first book, I was like, Jeff, we please watch the show with me. And he told me no because he saw a few episodes and he didn't like um, uh, Peter 
Dinklage's character. Is that how you pronounce his what? name? How could he not? That's like the best character I know, it totally on the entire is. show. But to be fair, he'd only seen two episodes, and they were and, random episodes. And okay. he was like, he creeps me out. He's annoying. Like, I don't <laughs> like him. This show's stupid. So I was like, just give it a shot. You're, you haven't seen it. And so I made the mistake of getting him started before I was far enough into the series. Because now every single night, all he wants to do is watch Game of Thrones. Awesome. And so we finished the second season, but I haven't finished the second book yet. So now I'm reading the second book trying to match up, because it's a lot different now. They've kind of separated the way the show's going versus the way the book goes. I mean, they're the same events, but they're they're different, obviously. And so now I'm, like, reading things that I've already seen in the show, and I would much prefer it the other way around. So I made a deal with him halfway through the second season. When it got to about the point in the second season where I was in the book, I was like, we can't watch anymore until I catch up. And so he got really mad, and every night it started bugging me, and I'm like, fine, this is the deal. We can finish season two so I don't leave you in the middle of a season. And then before I finish the book, but we can't start season three till I'm at least halfway through the the third book. Yeah. And he agreed to it because he wanted to watch this show so bad, but now he's right back to where we were of him begging to watch the show. So I probably should have waited till I was a little further along. Wait, so I don't I don't let me get this straight. You you have seen up to the end of season 3. Season 2 of the show. Oh. Okay. You've and I'm only halfway the through the second two. book right now. And then you're halfway through the second book. So you have not watched season three. No. Okay. Or read any of season or the third book. Gotcha. My whole goal was I wanted to always be ahead in the book, ahead mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah. And now it's it's opposite. Right. And so I'm trying to catch up as quickly as I can. So now on top of all the shows I have to keep up on, I'm trying to, to read this book also. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know I don't know what you should do, like what the best way to approach that is. Because my wife, we watched season one and then i believe after season one that's when she started reading the books and my wife reads super fast um so i'm pretty sure she got done with all the books before season two started Mm -hmm. um or at least all the books that are out uh so so she's all caught up and she so she's following along nice Um, and yeah we're, we're watching the show um at the point of this recording, it is three episodes into season four, and so we're we're all caught up. And yeah, I'm unfortunately, I know a lot uh, of the big things that oh happen, no. like the red wedding. I know a uh. little. No, I don't know a lot about it, but I know a little bit because you see it on Facebook, and yeah. and I saw what happened not last Sunday, but the Sunday before, and yeah, the thing and I didn't want to, but I. I saw it, and I can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Like the, I didn't see it, but I read it. That's like, the thing with Game of Thrones is you. Like I know other people who are are kind of the the binge watchers. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll wait until a series is over, comes out on DVD or whatever, and then we'll watch the whole season uh, in like whatever two sittings, one sitting. And, and you can't do that with Game of Thrones, unfortunately, because there are such major uh, plot events. You just it yeah. And you you're wanna... not going to be able to avoid it either because oh, right? there's so many people watch it Seriously. and everyone talks about so it. So I'm getting I'm getting to the point, and now here, give me your opinion. I'm almost to the point where maybe I should just catch up in the show. You know what I mean? And instead of reading because – well, not instead of reading. I'll still keep reading, but then I'll keep my boyfriend at bay <laughs> and also hopefully won't be ruining things in the future because I know if we start season three – We'll have it finished in like a week, two weeks. Yeah. Tops. Now, that's kind of my thought is if you're watching it with your boyfriend, 
just watch it. I mean, you guys have something to watch, and you both really want to watch it. So just watch it. Get all caught up. Finish the books. Because there's still plenty of material that yeah. you're going to read that before, oh, definitely. by the time. Yeah, you'll, you'll finish the books before the next season starts, probably. So. Yeah, I mean, I love the books because they are a lot different than the show now, at least now that the second book has come around. Uh, the chapter I read last night was actually when Daenerys went into the, um, the House of the Undying. Do you remember that? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've only seen it in the show, right? Correct. Um, well, in the book, like the dragons weren't stolen, none of that. No, sorry if I spoiler alert anyone. Um, <laughs> but I won't say much more. But it's so much more interesting in the book the way that it, it kind of plays out and what she goes through because it's so much different than um, than how they portrayed it in uh, in the show. So yeah. um, things like that is just. I guess I'm not really ruining my reading experience because it's different. So I think that he'll be pleasantly surprised when I go home and let him know that we can finish the show. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, You've talked it's, me into it. It's a great show. Yeah, you, you just can't not watch it. Uh, I was talking to Brad in the hallway, and the do you, you heard about the purple wedding? There's So there's the red wedding. That was the one from like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, a week ago. Uh, so Brad just said that he had that spoiled for him. And I'm like, that that's why you need to watch it. Like, yeah. you need to just stay up to date on that show. Um, good call, good call. I think I'm going to follow your advice on that. And Yeah, that's just how it works. Who's your favorite character? And do you have a favorite character in the book that's different than favorite character on the series, or are they the same? Um, that's actually a good question. Um, I think that... Tyrion would be my favorite, especially in the show, mm-hmm. um, because I think they portray him really well in the show and kind of his relationship with um, Shay and and stuff like that. Um, it's portrayed a lot different in the show than it is in the book also, but um, I think definitely in the book, Daenerys has been my favorite for a long time, mm-hmm. not just because she's the dragon girl, but like I really liked, um, I don't know, I just like that she's such a strong-willed character at least for such a young age in the book she's only 13 or 14 i think in the book oh really yeah so she's a lot younger in the book and she's still doing the same things as in the show so um i I always found at least in the first book i was just waiting for a daenerys chapter because the way the books are written they're written like the main characters each have a chapter and it'll go through chapters so one chapter will be written as daenerys and then the next point of view and then yeah. the next one will be Yeah, and so then it yeah. rotates through characters um, and it'll be the same reoccurring characters per book. So the second book has a few new characters and a couple less characters mm-hmm. than the first book did, which I really like that style of writing also. But uh, I kept finding myself just waiting for a Daenerys chapter to come up because I was like, I really want to know what's happening with yeah. her. Like, um, And that happens on the show too because like, oh, yeah, there will be a whole episode where you won't see her. And they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, I really miss her. Or for me especially, uh, I'll talk about my favorite character uh, on the show right now is Arya. Like, oh, she okay. She's a, in, my, in the <laughs> second book, she's definitely my yeah. favorite in the second book. Yeah. So, like, any time uh, an episode goes by, and I'm pretty sure the first episode, uh, did it have any of her? I can't remember. But there was one episode recently that did not have her at all. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I really miss seeing her, like, her story. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um. No, and I really like her, too, and the show kind of, again, it's different than the book, but she's definitely, she's a lot of fun to watch, and um, she cracks me up, too, in the book. It's just, and I really like her her friend. 
I probably shouldn't. See, I just keep wanting to talk about things that I probably shouldn't talk <laughs> people about. People should not see. Well, that's the thing. That's that's exactly on, why guys, people need to be watching it. What is wrong is with so all of you? So that we can we can talk about these things. But uh, yeah, well, let's just play it safe, and then we'll just we'll just move on. Uh, and I actually I thought about it. I remember what I did on Saturday. <laughs> I, I Jeff had to work, so I went down to Puyallup and hung out with um, some friends from the Ram, and we ended up seeing a movie Saturday night. We saw Transcendence. Oh, ooh. Which is so, a which is a nice segue into <laughs> movies for Camfu and friends. So that movie. Did you see it? No, I did not oh, okay. see it. Uh, that movie bombed in the box it did. office. Well, especially as a Johnny Depp movie because his movies can usually do pretty darn good in the box office. But his last Easter couple, weekend might have had something to do with it though too. Oh, you think so? Well, I think it, it might have because all the movies kind of, in relation to what they were expected, kind of bombed this weekend. So. Yeah. I think it's more of just people um, are are sort of tired of Johnny Depp, but they also didn't know what the heck that movie was about. Did you know what that movie was about before you went to see it? I thought I did okay. until I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember Jeff was really excited about it. He kept saying that it was it was the ne- going to be the next Inception, mm. and so. He, I kind of went into it almost with that mindset. I'd seen the trailer a couple times on TV, but didn't really pay too close of attention to it. Yeah. I think if you pay attention to it, then you'll you'll kind of know more what it's about. But uh, in the end, I mean, it ended up being way different than I kind of anticipated. And I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought that the finale was kind of at the end. There's There wasn't really the climax that I thought there was going to be because they hype it up to where... Do you know the premise of it, right? Uh... Actually, I don't. I mean, that's that's why I brought up the whole point is like I couldn't really tell. Like when I watched the preview, I'm like, so is this like an updated version of like the Lawnmower Man or something? I don't know what that is. Oh, you're too young. <laughs> you're <laughs> like five years younger. I know. Right? You're too, too young. young. <laughs> well, uh, no. Go go ahead and explain. How about, well, the how about basic you explain plot. to me what you think no, the no, plot no, no, is? No, no, no. Th- that is what I think it is. I think it's like the lawnmower man. But I don't but know what the lawnmower yeah, man not. is, so maybe you should explain it because I'm sure <laughs> I'm not the only one out there who doesn't know what this is. Uh, so just quick synopsis. Go. So basically, as Doctor Will Carter uh, works towards his goal of creating hey, an you're omniscient off your phone. Put it down. machine, Stop. Uh, radical Stop. anti-technology organizational fights. Put it down. You're such a cheater. I don't know what it's about. Well, then let me tell you. Put, put down your phone. You're, you sound like a robot. I am not a robot. <laughs> so basically, this guy, they're doing all this work with like, oh, God, I'm going to butcher this now. <laughs> um, basically, this guy and his wife, Johnny Depp and his wife, um, are doing a bunch of research. And they have this kind of program. It's kind of almost like a Siri or like a Cortana Eh, eh. Mm-hmm. Um, and they so they walk into like their lab, and they're like, "Hey, I can't remember." Pin, her name was Pin. Like, "Hey, Pin, what's up?" And she writes back, and or she speaks back. I guess would be a better way to phrase it. <laughs> but uh, so basically, Johnny Depp ends up dying, or he's in the process of dying, and they know he only has like a couple weeks left to live. So they try uploading his consciousness and all of his brain waves and brain patterns into this pin program to try and basically have his consciousness with this program operating system have him still live through this computer. And so what they do is they upload him and and uh, kind of their assistant, I guess, or whatever he was, was like, once Johnny Depp was uploaded, he's like, this isn't, this isn't your husband. Like, this is just pin 
taking over his voice because they recorded his speech and stuff before right. he died and right. whatever. So, um, and she just could refuse to believe it because she was so distraught at him dying. She just wanted to believe that this computer was her husband. And so he, Johnny Depp kept saying, I need to get on the internet. I need to go broader. I need to expand. I need to, um, there's so much out there. I'm so alive right now. Like, you know, like limitless basically. So the the partner guy kind of tells her not to do it, but she does it anyways. And then there's also the group of good guys, quote unquote, who are like trying to stop it from happening. And, and I don't know. So basically he just kind of takes over and, and after a couple years, his technology is just so advanced, like he can heal people, hmm. and uh, it's really hard to explain. But basically, he creates an army because every time he heals a person, he's putting his program, I guess, in them, so he can kind of take over any of his worker bees. And before you know it, like everything in the in their kind of where they live, they take over this town basically, and and so basically, it's just him taking over the world, like because he has access to the internet, and the internet's everywhere. Like, the internet's on your phone, the internet's... So, basically, they hype up this big thing, and when the the climax of the show happens, where they're like, we got to take this guy down... You're not going to give away that. No, anyway. it okay, just... Okay. I'm just saying it wasn't no, as climactic sure. yeah, yeah. as I thought it was going to okay, be. Okay, okay. So, because they hype it up to be such a big thing, and how they're never going to bring him down. Yeah. And so, it's like, the climax of the, sh- the movie was a little lacking for me. Sure. So, but, uh, do you know what other movie you just described? The Lawnmower Man. man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not exactly, but practically. And I really think, I I know I saw the comment a lot online, is is that everyone compared it to The Lawnmower Man. You should watch it. It's, it's, uh, (laughs) we were talking about this earlier, but it's a movie that has not aged well. (laughs) I'll just put it that way. Oh, good. Um, It aged so well that I had no idea what it was. My question about Transcendence is, how was the cinematography? Did you notice like was it really especially good, or did you were you just like eh, like I didn't notice? I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. There wasn't like crazy things that happened, but like their lab equipment was shot. Well. You know, like I thought it was good. I liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was put together well. And yeah, because I ask because the director of the film, Wally Pfister, mm-hmm. it's his first. Uh, it's his directorial debut. However, Wally Pfister is, is a huge name uh, as a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's worked on like practically every Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, you know, the Christopher Nolan who mm-hmm. did Memento, yeah. Insomnia, the Batman, the new yeah. rebooted Batman films, um, Inception. Um, I, I think that's it, right? Or I'm probably missing one. But anyway... Uh, so he did all that, and then Christopher Nolan is now doing Interstellar and oh, yeah. obviously wanted Wally Pfister back for that, but uh, he decided to uh, direct uh, Transcendence. So I was wondering what he would be able to bring to uh, the film um, because, I mean, with that much experience, but it's his o- it's only his first time directing, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of worried me. And, and sure enough, uh, if you looked at the box office numbers, uh, Transcendence did not perform very well it's a big flop uh for johnny depp um yeah it it just did not well do well at all i don't think it even broke i don't think it even uh broke into the top three yeah uh, i don't think i'm guessing uh let me see i'm gonna look up really quick uh weekend actuals here we go uh it was number four 
So it made 10.9 million opening weekend. Wasn't it projected to make like 23 or 18? It was 18. It was it was projected to make yeah, probably I think around that much and this is all it also had a budget of about 100 million dollars. Jeez. So I mean, it, you, they'll make that up. I'm sure they'll break even somehow. But I mean, it just goes to show <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't do as nearly as well as everyone thought it was going to. No, and yeah, I mean, and it I was think a good I think movie. it's because no one knew what it was. Oh, it, it, I in my opinion, yeah, and I would I would agree with that. Yeah, um, you'd think it would bring in a crowd though of people who go into it thinking that it's going to be like a mind trip. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they kind of try to portray it that way almost in the in the preview or whatever. Yeah. It also kind of made me think of the movie Trance, which came out mm-hmm. last year by Danny Boyle. It also kind of had that. Oh, type I hated of, that movie. Yeah, I didn't watch it, um, but yeah, it, that also wasn't a very big hit for Danny Boyle. So no, that movie. I literally watched the first half an hour, maybe fell asleep, woke up for the last fifteen minutes. In the last fifteen minutes, they recapped the entire movie and all the plots, twists, and whatever. Literally. I watched the last 15 minutes and knew the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of annoyed me. Like, you shouldn't have to explain all of your twists <laughs> by recapping the whole movie in 15 minutes, if yeah. that makes sense. Danny Boyle, who's one of my favorite directors, and I've actually met him and had my picture taken with him, um, and he won an Oscar for Slumdog Millionaire, which oh. is a great movie. Uh, I've yeah, never tra- seen it. Trance I was really excited about, and uh, after I read the reviews and, and saw that it bombed, I was just like, nope. Not even gonna I, give it I a shot. I I actually do want to see it, but I'm in no hurry, and I yeah. probably will end up not seeing it because I have so many other things to watch. It really did have a good, I guess, plot to it from what I from what I, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. However, like I didn't like how it came together at the end. I guess yeah. is my main point. Yeah, but it it was a good like story. Yeah. So uh, yeah, while we're talking about movies. Um, I wanted to bring up something that I think I'm pretty sure that you're excited about, and that is the news that uh, that Robin Williams is Mrs. Uh, Doubtfire Two. Yeah, <laughs> that they are. I thought you were gonna say Magic Mike Two, but oh, I pl- you're probably please don't let Robin about, Williams be in Magic Mike Two. Could you imagine if Robin Williams was in Magic Mike Two? Ooh, yikes! Hopefully he's like the boss. <laughs> like he doesn't. Well, Matthew get McConaughey was kind of the boss, and he still got on stage at the very end of that movie. But people like. Women like McConaughey, right? I know, but you're saying you hope Robin Williams would be oh, the boss. Oh, got you, got you. I'm comparing that role, and I'm saying he's still going to get yeah. somewhat naked. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. But not. yes, I'm very excited for Mrs. Doubtfire too. However, I have no idea how they're going to do that. Like, well, they're they're getting um they're getting the original uh, director. What's his but name? But like, what's the plot going to be? Like Chris, Chris Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the explorer. <laughs> oh dang it! I don't know the poem. The <laughs> Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in something 42? <laughs> <laughs> something 92? Good job. 82? You, you would fail a history test right I'm now. Not good at history. In, if you were not an American citizen, you probably <laughs> would not. Hey, I can say the Pledge get. of Allegiance. <laughs> I can do all the other stuff. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, no, uh, I. He did sail I, the ocean blue in something 42, though. <laughs> uh, Chris Columbus, uh, he, he's the guy who did the first two Harry Potter movies. He, he's, he's, he's made a name for himself, a, a decent name for himself. He also did Percy Jackson and The Lightning Thief. Oh, The I first know. Percy Jackson movie. Never saw it. Anyway, so he and Robin Williams are going to get back together and do a Mrs. Doubtfire 2. 
and uh, you're excited about it. I'm, I'm exci- generally excited about it. Uh, Let me clarify my excitement. Okay. My excitement is just because I love Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. so much. Well, yeah. I mean, and a lot so of people do. My excitement stems from that. However, when I really start thinking about it, what are they going to do in the exactly. second movie? Like, what's exactly. it going to be? If, especially since, in at, like, at the end of the first movie, he has a Mrs. Doubtfire show. Everyone knows who Mrs. Doubtfire is now. You're on TV. Right. He can't, like... They can't make a twist where he's got to go pose as Mrs. Doubtfire to someone else, yeah. you know, because chances are they're like, oh. Like, everyone knows who Mrs. Doubtfire That's the dude Doubtfire that dresses up as a chick yeah, right, on right. TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. And there's already uh, people from the original film are already weighing in saying, like, oh, I'm not going to be it. Like, the little girl. Oh, uh, no. Mara Wilson, I think She's is her name. Uh, she says that she doesn't want to do it. And they haven't asked her. But if they did, that she will say no. And I'm like, um, pretty she... sure if they offered you like a couple million bucks, I'm pretty sure that yeah. you're going to say yes. Right? <laughs> I'd say yes. But even so, I mean, she's not a cute little girl anymore, right? No, she's, no. She's, she's like in her 20s and, yeah. and doing whatever, making pottery. I have no idea what she's doing. <laughs> <like. But laughs> making pottery. I mean, it would be cool if they could get the whole cast back. But oh, absolutely. Like... They have to. They yeah, have they to. do. I mean, it wouldn't, I don't think it would work, right? Especially given the, the time distance since the last movie like it's been too long to kind of replace your cast with other people I mean but I guess on this like the same end you have to think that maybe it's been enough time to where they could get someone who looked like her and pass her off because enough time has passed but to like true Mrs. Doubtfire fans I don't think that they could feasibly do that and have fans be okay with it you know what I mean yeah yeah and really I'm all about the plot like what are you gonna do I mean I hope they blow my mind. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay, so I know we're short on time today, um, but uh, I want to go over the uh, three new movies that are coming out this weekend. Just talk about them for Mm -hmm. a little bit. Uh, The first one that I'm aware of is Brick Mansions, which I've seen a few commercials for now. Uh, Do you remember this one? This is Paul Walker's last movie. Yep, Paul Walker's second to last movie. Well, Fast and the Furious. I think Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that, that next film I think is his... Final, we, final film. Can we label this as Paul Walker's last full film? Yeah, because he didn't I think finish so. yeah. Fast and the Furious right. Seven. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so this one is directed by uh, Luke Besson, who, um, for me, is uh, hit or miss, mostly miss. <laughs> um, but you know, he has some gems in there, uh, like uh, Taken, and uh, oh shoot, um, The Professional. That's like his best movie ever. Oh, I've never he, seen He should have just stopped after that, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he did Taken and, and The Professional. Um, and then everything else he's done, I think I, I pretty much hate. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm not expecting too much from this, although it looks like there's some cool action. I doubt there's going to be a deep story. No, and I think that the, the trailer doesn't really portray it as having much more than just some sweet action. But I think it's going to do really well because it's, Paul Walker's last movie, and people feel like, I don't know, they have to go see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other, the second movie coming out this weekend is The Other Woman. Um, this one is oh my with gosh. Cameron Diaz, and uh, is is it Lindsay Mann? Is that her Leslie name? Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann. Sorry, Leslie. Sorry, Leslie, if you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, Leslie Mann and Kate Upton, who uh, is has recently made a name for herself as a... Uh, a uh, well-endowed model <laughs> uh, of swimsuit attire, <laughs> apparently. 
Um, so uh, this one uh, looks like a comedy. Uh, Cameron Diaz is uh, dating um, oh a guy from Game of Thrones. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? It's uh, the I don't know. Cersei, Cersei's brother. Oh, Jamie Lannister. Yeah, Jamie Lannister. Uh, he's the guy. And um, she's dating him, finds out that uh, he's he's married married, uh, to Leslie Mann's character. And Leslie Mann uh, ends up, like, trying to become friends with her, which is kind of weird. And then they find out, like, there's a third woman involved, which is Kate Upton. So, And they all get together and plot to destroy his life. Yeah. Or every other guy who watches (laughs) this movie is just hoping they all get in bed and have a pillow fight together. (laughs) Right. I don't know. (laughs) They're all secretly not fighting that hard to go see this movie with their girlfriends. Yeah. Just because three hot chicks are in it. They're like, Kate Upton's in this? Like when they're looking it up on their phone, they're like, oh, honey, I don't don't know. It's it's set by a beach? Did you you say there's a beach scene? If if we have to. (laughs) Let me watch the trailer for, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to this. If you insist, we can go for your birthday. My birthday's in. January. We can go for something else. Earth Day. Yeah. Today's Earth Day. Earth Day. It's an Earth Day flick. So how do you, how do you feel about this movie? Do you think? Uh... I remember the first time I saw the trailer for it. I was in the theater, and I was secretly so excited, but I couldn't express my excitement because it's one of those movies where you can't you pretend you don't want to see it, but gosh, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> I'm a sucker for stupid rom coms and those things and. 27 Dresses and, like, those kind of movies. Yeah. I just watch them over and over and over again, and I have a feeling that I'm going to love this movie just because because I can. It's a total <laughs> it's a total chick flick, you know, female power, you know, let's yes. stick it to the man type of film. And I'm really so. excited because I love, I love all of them, <laughs> and I think it's going to be great. We were actually just talking about it earlier in the, in the TOC, and everyone was saying how they think that Cameron Diaz is the least attractive out of all of those. Hmm. And David, you know David, he's like, he was very passionate about the fact that Kate Upton didn't have that pretty of a face. And he's like, yeah, very passionate about it. (laughs) But he gets passionate about a lot of things. And yeah, but we were talking about that in the TOC, actually. So Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I am, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this. I I don't. You think your wife's going to make you go watch it? I don't need to see it. Uh, No, no. She, she, I don't think she's into it either. She doesn't seem. She's yeah. usually not. She she usually can tell with those type of movies. She's like, eh. Uh, it's definitely not a movie I'm going to go see in the theater. But yeah. I'll definitely make sure I'm red boxing it when it comes out. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, and the last movie coming out this weekend is the horror film The Quiet Ones. Um, this stars uh, Jared Harris, um, son of the late Richard Harris, who was Dumbledore on the first. Oh yeah. Uh, two Harry Potter movies. So, and he's uh, Jared Harris has uh, been on Mad Men. He was on Fringe. He's been all over the place. You, you've seen him. You probably just don't recognize his face <laughs> or whatever. Um, but uh, it's a horror film. Uh, the previews obviously look scary, just like every other horror film. Uh, I haven't heard too much about it, but um, I don't know. What? How do you feel about horror films? I love them. You love all but, of them. Well, yes and no. I mean. You get what you pay for, I guess. Like, you kind of have to expect that they're all going to be roughly the same. And horror movies don't ever really scare me. Yeah. I mean, they they have the jump out effect for me, and that kind of gets me in in the moment. But I've yet to find a movie that really kind of affects me after the movie's over. Actually, there's only been a couple. One I can think of is that Alien movie that came out a couple years ago with Carrie Russell was in it. Um, Alien movie. Oh, with what Carrie was it? Russell. Dang it. 
Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. They had, there was like, they ended up taking the boy at the end. Oops. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Spoiler for that movie we can't think of. Oh, well, see, if I don't tell you the title, then it's not like I ruined anything for you. Just watch every alien movie you can find. <laughs> and when you find the one where that happens, you'll know what I'm talking about. But actually, like, because I think the big thing that got me was in the beginning of the movie, it has this quote. And this is how I explain it to everyone. In the beginning of the, the movie, the quote says, um, dang it, what was it? That's <laughs> how I quote. explained it to everyone. Yeah. Oh, I can't. It's remember been a long right time, <laughs> but basically, it says that that the the creepiest thought of aliens is there's only two possibilities: either they exist or they don't. Like life outside of us. And when you really th- kind of think about that, it is scary. Like it's equally scary that we're kind of alone on this planet, but it's also kind of scary to think that there's other people out there. Does that make sense? So you, yeah. So I mean, they're both equally like crazy to think about. Dark Skies? Yes, that's what it was. Dang it, now, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for Dark Skies. Uh, (laughs) Um, Hopefully people are listening to this in reverse. Hopefully. (laughs) That would help. We'll just put a disclaimer when we post it. But yeah, so just going into that movie with that thought, I had like a nightmare about it that night, but that's really one of the only movies that's ever kind of affected me in exorcism movies. I don't really like those. I like, I mean, I'll watch them, but they kind of scare me more than most movies. But yeah, I mean... It's a horror horror flick. I like yeah. them. I'll watch it. Probably won't go see it in the theater, but this is one of the uh, horror films where it has like the creepy little girl, like Ugh. holding a doll, like yeah. those types. Of, I hate dolls. Like, uh, and I, I, it looks like in the preview she gets like older too, mm-hmm. and I think she as as the older character. I think she's played by, uh, for those who watch Bates Motel, she's played by the actress who plays Emma, who uh, wears the oxygen tank. Um, no, she doesn't wear an oxygen tank, but she, <laughs> she, but she has the tubes going into her nose and she has to take the oxygen tank wherever she goes. Uh, she's actually pretty cute, uh, on that show, um, when she's not wearing that tube, but, uh, uh, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of interested in seeing this movie just to see how she does in a major motion picture, but, um, uh, horror films to me, if they get really good reviews... Like Cabin in the Woods did. Uh, that's kind of the most recent one I can think of that I really liked. So then, really, though, Cabin in the Woods wasn't really it. like a... It wasn't it was your a cookie... Meta, it was a meta film. It was like... It wasn't really your cookie-cutter horror film, right, though, either. Right. And that's probably which, why... What, which is kind of what the, qui- the toward, Quiet Ones kind of makes itself look like. Even it the does. title is kind of a cookie-cutter of exactly. most horror films. So you yeah, kind of... It feels like that, that title has been used before. Yes, you know right. what you're going into with that right. movie, and you'll probably get jumped out at a couple times and, yeah. but you're not really gonna you're not gonna walk away probably saying a lot of great things about it right so those are the three movies uh the the wide release is coming out this weekend um if you go see them let us know uh what you thought uh it, it's we're kind of in the slow season right now of hollywood films um i know we had like some big ones like like captain america um was big um but you know, uh, th- it's still the slow season, so there's still uh, there's still some time until May is kind of when it'll start to ramp up again. And those sweet summer flicks. Yeah, that's right. We'll get the summer flicks in there. So that's gonna do it for our show today. We will be back hopefully for a longer episode. Blame Christiana for this uh, shorter episode. It's I'm really all, sorry, guys. I'd fault. like to have a place to live after after tomorrow. <laughs> yes. So she is dealing with life, and life is important. Um, if you guys want to comment, feel free to comment in the comment section on Facebook for this episode. 
Otherwise, we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye.